Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Call to Personality. Today we're talking about Samurai Cop 2, directed by... Uh, Akamura-san from Samurai Cop 1. Forget his real name. Uh, Takanaka, I think? I don't know. Anyways, uh, we're tired. It's a Sunday night. Uh, we had a long weekend full of nature. Matthew, how are you doing? Uh, these eyes. These eyes. These eyes. I see a lot of love that I'm never mm -hmm. gonna see and I can't gonna have with you. These eyes. These eyes. These eyes. I see a lot of love that I'm gonna see the love that I do. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. Just uh, kind of. I was having a good time until I had to watch this movie. It's kind of shitty. What's the plot of of it? Let's uh, if you. you I know, uh, I the... I can't I can't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Okay, so I'll tell you. Uh, we left off Samurai Cop One in nineteen ninety one with Joe Marshall, the titular Samurai Cop, saving the day and killing the head of the Katana Gang, Fujiyama. Uh, he gets the girl. And that's it. Samurai Cop 2 opens with um, Frank Washington and Joe Marshall. Or Frank Washington's his, his partner. Um, and they just, you know, solved another case. And then we see Joe. He's still got the girl. They're, you know, husband and wife. And then it opens with Joe Marshall's wife, Jennifer, being killed. Very sad. And then it kind of goes from there. We skipped ahead to the future 25 years later because this movie came out in... I This doesn't really make sense. It came out in 2014 I, or 2015, but Samurai Cop 1 came out in 91. So I don't know why it was 25 years, but whatever. Um... And then there's a new wrestling with all these you know, Japanese gangs or whatever, the Katanas, the Kitanos, the <coughs> Tamagotchis, and the... Kasapokus. Yeah, and you know, there's infighting, and uh, Frank Washington has to... You know, one last job. He has to do one last job, take down the gangs or whatever, and he has to get... Old partner Joe, to <laughs> sleepy Joe Marshall to help him uh, with something, and I there's like barely a plot, and I, I don't know. That's that's it. Well, it didn't even make sense because the plot line, like this, isn't a movie where you just watch the movie and you know things happen naturally. The people are just telling you things about things happening. Mm -hmm. And there's this rivalry with all these gangs. Couldn't distinguish any of them. Didn't know who was in what gang. Mm -hmm. Didn't know who was the good guys. Didn't know who was the final villain. Yeah. I don't know why they made the movie. Well, let me ask you this. What did you like? Uh, I'll tell you something. <laughs> okay? I'll be frank with you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There's nothing good in this movie. 
It's so goddamn bad. There isn't a funny laugh. There isn't a clever callback. There's nothing. What the hell? Don't what the hell me. There's there's one the funniest. There's one clever callback. You know how um, in this movie where it will introduce like a character and it will say their name or whatever on the screen. For Fujiyama, his first name is Fuji, and his last name is Fujiyama, so his full name is Fuji Fujiyama. And in Samurai Cop One, um, when Joe Marshall confronts them at a at the restaurant, he accidentally stutters his line and he says, "Are you Fuji Fujiyama?" So that uh, so his name now his full name is Fuji Fujiyama. That was like the funniest. The... That was just in the credits. No, no, no. That was like remember when I would like in the in the movie during the movie when I show a character would say their name oh, yeah. and like what position they were because yeah. they knew nobody would understand the movie without it. When Fujiyama and Fujiyama's back in this movie, they don't explain how he's alive because they shot him to death. The last. At the end of Samurai Cop 1. But he's just back in this movie without any explanation. And then when his name appeared, it said Fuji, Fujiyama. Uh, he's chilling, you know. He's having a good time. Yeah. He's rocking the Casper over here. Uh, Fujiyama's back. He's still talking kind of weird. I don't know what In a is. Texas accent. Um, he sucks in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joe Marshall, who's played by Matthew Caridus, he sucks in this movie. Uh, I what thought about Mark Fraser? Does Joe sucks? No, he plays Frank. Frank, I mean, sucks. <laughs> Fucking bad, man. <laughs> Everybody in this movie cannot act for shit. I don't really give a damn if it's ironic or not. I don't really give a damn, you know, why it is the way it is. It's not fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, so I don't like it. Okay, well, what did you like about the There's movie? nothing I like about this fucking movie. Okay, we had to watch Samurai Cop 1, which is a terrible, terrible movie. Not even fun to watch. Never wrong, gonna watch wrong. It again. Then you make me watch this sequel that's not even a cult movie. It's a cult okay, movie. because nobody cares about this movie. Oh, nobody cares? Why is it kick-started then, huh? Why? <laughs> Every I can get anything kickstarted. I can get the. Uh, can you get me kicking your ass kickstarted? <laughs> probably. If you give me enough time and uh, two hundred bucks, that I can get things rolling. Two hundred bucks to make money. Yeah. I to just, beg for money. I just need to capital first to move some things around. Sure. Look, man, I don't know what to say about this movie because, like, the soundtrack is horrible. It's it's, it's a worst soundtrack I've ever heard. These horrible, like, rock EDM songs, terrible vocals, sounds like shit. Um, the movie looks like shit. It's just, like, filmed on an iPhone ten or something. Do you like the digital squibs? Nope. <laughs> they, I don't know if they're supposed to be ha-ha, like, funny, like, oh, that's obviously fake, but it's just <laughs> st 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 stupid. Remind me of Sharknado or some shit. Not even like Sharknado is way better than this movie. Um, the problem with this movie, like the first one, was an earnest attempt at making a movie, but it sucked. And that's kind of like the hallmark of the good bad movie. Are movies that, like, 
have, like, they have an attempt, but they fail so spectacularly. Like, the room, like, Tommy Wiseau wasn't writing that. He says he was now, but we all know he's coping. But he w when he was writing that movie, he's like, this is awesome. And it sucked. And that's what, um, oh, what was the director of the first one? I just said his name. Um, Amir uh, Siobhan. <coughs> when he was making, sorry. <coughs> Whoopsies. Got that COVID coronavirus. When he was making um, Samurai Cop 1, he was, that was an earnest attempt. Uh, this movie is an earnest attempt at making a parody of an earnest attempt at a good movie that turned out to be bad. And this is like, they did it the wrong way. Like, you don't want to be ironically bad. You want to just be campy. Like, I just watched Kung Fu Hustle, and that movie is over-the-top, crappy CGI, but, like, they did it in a way that it was just still fun. Like, it was over-the-top. This movie isn't over-the-top. It's just lame. And it's weird because, like, the... You know, usually when you do a so bad, it's good movie. And you do it intentionally. You know, you throw in the cheesy one-liners, yeah. the very obvious laugh moments. This one doesn't really have those kind of obvious laugh-out-loud moments. It's just like a bad movie that ask, that's asking you to laugh at it without being particularly funny in any way. I didn't laugh, as you know, I didn't laugh one time in this goddamn movie. There's nothing funny in it. There's a one, oh, there's so many stupid characters. <laughs> there's a one guy who's just speaking in Japanese only. And he's saying, and he's saying <laughs> stupid shit like, I'm going to cover your face with my piss <laughs> or something. He's like, I'm going to drip my piss. Like, it's, whoa. And that was always supposed to be a comedy character. Like, haha, he's crazy. But, like, where's the joke, though? Where's the joke? Yeah. It's over the top. It's like when someone yells, isn't that funny? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's not, and in this case it's not. Yeah, I don't know. This movie, the problem with this movie is it doesn't add anything new. It just is like panders to the audience and it's like, hey, do you remember Samurai Cop 1? Remember it Bingo? Cutting, it keeps cutting back to put it from the first film for no reason. Yeah. It just has, like, it was just a Joe on the beach. That isn't from the first movie. Or, they make it look like it's from the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just looks dumb. And it doesn't really fit with anything. And it's just, like, there are these scenes where they'll just do a callback. They do this a lot with Frank. Like, Frank will do a callback, and then he'll just look directly at the camera and, like, wink or something. It's not funny. It's just, uh, it's just no good. And I don't really know what else to say about this movie. You want to go to Bags? Because we're only 11 minutes in. <laughs> and what else is there to say about it? Like, this... like, I don't know. When we watched the trailer for it, you were like, that was a good trailer. Wow, did they did wholeheartedly deceive me. I thought this movie was going to be something completely different. I thought it was going to be set in the future. And, like, it was going to be something like... And this... Me spitballing this idea is, like, a better idea than the, than the movie. What I thought it was going to be was they were going to go back in time, save Fujiyama, and bring him to the future. And then, like, set up a crime... Like, a crime organization there in the future. And that's why it looked so, like, sci-fi in the trailer. Um, it did look sci-fi. Yeah, and then, like... 
Joe and Frank were going to go into the future too and then fight them in this amazing sci-fi battle where one's a samurai cop and one's just like a black dude with a gun. And it was just going to be like just so extreme. But this movie isn't extreme. It's just really bland. Um, Except when awesome babes are having sex. Awesome time. Just about to ask you, there. Did you like the boobies in this movie? Yeah, look guys, let's get porn stars in here. I show their boobs. It'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah. No penises though. That's gay. Then I can jerk off while I watch the movie. Awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Gotta get those boobies yeah, in there. Yeah, really wasted time. Lexi Bell's in this movie, in a movie with terrible performances. She's <laughs> somehow the worst. <laughs> Joe Estevez is in here. This guy looks like he's on drugs. I'll just be Joe honest. Joe Estevez sucks in this. He, I like. I don't know how. I don't know how you can act in such a manner and get away with it. Because he just. Like, do you feel like they were doing that on purpose? Yeah, but it just. It's not. It wasn't funny, so... I don't want to see bad on purpose. If I wanted to see that, I would just make a shitty film with my friends and just be, like, be stupid. Yeah, that's what I would do as well. I could just look up five-year-old kid on YouTube and just watch his videos and watch a five-year-old baby's YouTube videos. Baby about... Um, yeah, and it's just... I don't know. I... Sh- I yeah I don't what's the point? It's uh it's pretty funny when uh you know Joe Estevez says something, and then I stop paying attention and then he makes a funny face. Yeah, cause Joe Estevez like brother he's Martin Sheen's brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he he is now the new police captain in this movie because I don't know what happened to the original guy. Maybe he passed. I was also hoping for the nurse to make a reappearance in this movie. She doesn't, which was kind of a heartbreak. Bingo. Bingo. Uh, we got that bingo in the post-credit Thanos scene. And, um, yeah, anyways, he plays a new police chief. And, like, the police chief and the samurai cop, I mean, you like that character, right? Yeah, he was kind of funny. And like then this... Frank, uh, like, kisses him or whatever. And he's like, you son of a bitch, you get back here, you motherfuckers. And then the camera just holds on him for no reason. He just starts smiling. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, they should have had him back for some more action so we get Joe Estevez. And, like, he's just trying too hard. It's just, I can't believe this guy is, uh... His brothers with Martin Sheen. And in the original movie, like, the sex scenes, I mean, you hated them. They're but ta- like, they're ta- They were tasteful. They were tasteful? No, they weren't. They're, I, and they're even less tasteful than this. Okay, but the feel of them were completely different. Like, in the first movie, it was like... It was like softcore porno-ish. It was supposed to be... I think it was supposed to be romantic. But in this one, it's just like porn. Like, there's a scene where um, Fujiyama's daughter, uh, who's played by a woman, I think her name's Bei Ling. Um, She's, like, the A-villain pretty much in this movie, which was weird that they made her, like, the A-villain. And then the B-villain is, like, Tommy Wiseau's character. Yeah. I don't know why they chose to do that. Tommy Wiseau is another character who's... He, I'm I'm sure this guy was on drugs when he was going on. He's saying his lines in 
actually, the, maybe that was the, that was almost funny when he was saying his lines and he wouldn't even make any sense. <laughs> like he was just having a fever dream. <laughs> uh, that was kind of funny. But like, let's get Tommy Wiseau because it's a bad movie. He's a bad movie guy. He did that crappy movie one time. Um, and there's a scene with Bailing, and she's just making out with two girls, and they're sucking on each other's you know, so boobies. So awesome, man. It's so cool. And it's just in the middle of the movie for no reason. It's so, it's like cum break. <laughs> I need a cum break in the middle of my movie. I think w when we first see Tommy Wiseau, he's like freaking out because the Katana gang killed the leader of his gang, the Kitano. And like he's freaking out. And I think it's supposed to be a reference to the room. Like at the end of the room where he's just like destroying his bedroom, like, and then he kills himself. I think that was supposed to be a reference to that, but I'm not sure. Uh, but, yeah. I don't know. This movie, like, the soundtrack is so bad. They play, like, all these songs. And they're just, like, just shit. This absolute shit. I real, I actually like the soundtrack from the first movie. Like, I know it's, like, goofy, but it has all these, like, nice synth songs and like i don't know it sounds like i'm playing like a video game like uh like a beat-em-up arcade game or something yeah. and then this it sounds like i'm listening to a 13 year old's playlist or something it's just weird and like all the music is like there's no nothing you've heard it's all just like the most amateurish crap yeah you can probably find on spotify or apple music or something it's so terrible yeah. Uh, it the movie like also it tries to be like a callback to the first movie because the first movie had um a lot of like color issues with the film like it would go to like kind of yellow and blue yeah. and this movie just like does that to the extreme and then it just looks like shit and it's just like why didn't you like they could have just had a scene where like it was yellow and then someone says like man why is this room so fucking yellow or something like I don't know and then they flip flip on the lights and that fixes it yeah. like they could have done something like that but instead they just make the movie like the whole movie like purple or blue or yellow and it just looks so bad they try to like be a little artsy and they have like red and blue lights on doing the whole Suspiria thing and I don't know it just doesn't look uh, doesn't look too good I agree it's just uh it, it doesn't look too good from, like, a cinematography standpoint. The action scenes are bad because they're just, like... They're, like, overly choreographed somehow so that everything is, like, not very exciting to actually look at. I don't know what the problem... Like, I don't know if it's overly choreographed or if it's, like, a camera issue or it looks, what. It looks but cheap it, as hell. It just looks bad. And, okay, like, CGI is kind of, like, a gradient, obviously, like, everything. Um, and in this movie, it uses digital squibs for, you know, all their gunshots or whatever. And when they get cut by a katana or whatever. Um, there's a gradient. And, like, at a fucking one, I would put, like, Birdemic when they're using bird gifs for the birds flying around. Yeah. And then a ten, whatever, the new Star Wars movie. Um... And this movie, the CGI is maybe at, like, a four or a three, like, a four or five, even. Yeah. And it's just, like, I don't, mediocre CGI isn't funny. 
I would much prefer they did like the absolutely shit practical effects that they did in the first movie where some dude's arm is getting chopped off and that's just like a plastic arm on the ground. Yeah. And like that stuff is way funnier than just like mediocre like mediocre CGI isn't funny. Yeah, I agree. It's it just like it's not done in a so bad it's good way at all, so Yeah. It's just so mediocre, it's uninteresting. <laughs> Yeah. And that's uh, and that's about it. And, like, it's just another one of those crappy movies, and it's a pattern every time we watch a bad movie where we look at the time and we're like, oh, there's 15 minutes left and nothing's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we're just waiting for the movie to end. I, that's how you know you love a movie when you're waiting for it to be over. So, yeah, don't watch it anymore. I think it was Ebert that said um, a bad movie, or what is it? Like, a good movie is never going to be long enough, and a bad movie can't be over quick enough or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah, this movie, because I, I watch it one time, and the man needed to watch it, so I kind of half-heartedly watched it again. And I just wanted this to be done so bad, especially like when Tommy Wiseau is just rambling at the end, and then his sister makes up with him or something. What the fuck was that at the end? When at the end of the movie, uh, the love interest for Joe reveals she's Tommy Wiseau's character's sister, and then Joe leaves without killing him, and then they just start kissing at the end of the movie, like on the lips, and I was like, what is going on? It's like incest, bro. Is this like some kind of a haha last minute joke? Is is this some plot point I didn't catch on to? I just it it perplexed me. There were like some running gags throughout this movie that I still don't understand, like this kale chip joke, where characters are like, "Do you want kale chips?" And they're like, "No," and this I don't. I don't really get the joke there. There's no joke. Um, one uh, one other callback that I thought was funny. Remember in Samurai Cop One, where those two guys break into uh, Frank's house while after he's having a shower, yeah. and the guy's like, "I'm gonna," he, he puts a knife to Frank's dick, and he's like, "I'm gonna relieve you of this gift, this black gift." Uh, do you remember that? Yeah. And then in this movie, when Joe and Frank are on a plane, um, the flamboyantly gay waiter from the first movie, uh, Ricardo, whatever, Sebastian. Ricardo Matoban. <laughs> uh, he's back. And then he's like, oh, here, I have a gift for you, Frank. And he's like, oh, it's the black gift. And then he winks at the camera or something. But the black gift, well, that was funny. I didn't even, like, catch on to that. It was just done in such a weird way. It was like, what... <laughs> They didn't even try really with this movie. Like, they got all these original actors back and they came together, put together like a project with any vision whatsoever. It's just this movie just here to be like a new thing for people who like Samurai Cop. It's, it's like this movie is like a movie for fans of Samurai Cop who also like to be pandered to. I guess, like, you just, if you want more of the same, except, like, not really the same, and also kind of somehow worse, then, yeah, watch this movie. I don't know who that really appeals to. I don't know, because I like watching Samurai Cop, the mm -hmm. first one, seen so many times. I like it a lot better than this. That's, <laughs> the other one is, like, watchable. Like, it's bad, obviously, but it's, you know, there's some stuff in it. This is... Just it's such an empty movie devoid of anything.
anything good. Yeah, like, I don't want to watch that movie again. She's a piss. Piss movie, man. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'll just say some other stuff, like, the Peggy character was back, that was kind of funny. Um, and then there's a this one-off joke that they don't do anything with, where Peggy has a daughter, and then the daughter says to Joe, like, are you my daddy? And then Mark, or Frank, uh, makes a face at the camera, or something, and then, uh, uh the Walt Disney character, um... He's back, and he's old again. Yeah, that was kind of funny. I like how, like, they made his character... Like, he was, like, a mole or something, and he has surveillance on all these gangs. That was kind of funny. That is, like, gave his character height and lore. Um, and then they introduced, like, this new female partner for Frank, who has, like, Grand Moff Tarkin cheekbones and tons of Botox. Um, and I don't understand what the point of that was because she just sucks and then at the end of the movie she's like wearing a viking costume or something and frank's like what are you doing with that medieval shit and she's like it gives me power that wasn't funny i don't get why like i like this story sucks like who thought that was a good idea i think it's a good idea like i think my ideal for what this movie was going to be is better than what it was yeah basically anything would have been better I, sh I don't... Like, it's like if they made a room, too. Yeah. And then Tommy Wiseau just said, Oh, hi, Sam. And, oh, hi, Mark. And, oh, yeah. hi, Jennifer. And they just did the exact same thing, but... They... I, like... They, I don't know. Sucks. Um, it kind of has that, like... What I like to call the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes effect, which was this movie, and that was... Like, it started out funny. It's supposed to be a parody of campy horror movies. So it's supposed to be, like, an ironic bad movie. And then you just kind of watch movies like that, or I do at least, and think, okay, we get it. What mm -hmm. Can we get something else other than just parody? And there's nothing else there. There's nothing else there. It's just, like, hanging out with the, a guy and... He's just like, oh, I'm ironic, and just says poop all the time, and come, and you're just like, okay. Like you don't, you don't want to be friends with someone who's just always on. Yeah, that's not fun, and this movie isn't fun. Yeah, it's not very fun to watch or talk about even. You want to go to bags? Yeah. 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 How many? Zero bags, big piece of shit. I see on the show. Seriously fucking garbage. Never gonna watch it again. Don't wanna think about it. Zero bags. This movie is no good through and through. 93 minutes of fucking pain. Uh, zero fucking bags. Here you go. I don't think... It's physically impossible. I don't give a physics... This is the only... This one gets the golden... Exception? The golden exception. Yeah, because this one... This, this movie's got a golden ticket. <laughs> I got a golden ticket. <laughs> yeah, zero bags of popcorn. It's just the worst. That's fucked up. Not really. How many bags are you giving it? One. One bag. Yeah, because the laws of physics demand there the be <laughs> popcorn in the bag. At least one bag. Because if there's no popcorn in the bag, then it's not a bag of popcorn. 
It's just zero bags. There's no no popcorn to eat. <laughs> there is nothing to eat. No no. Popcorn. I lied. There is no popcorn. It's just uh, it's you get a bag of nuts. <laughs> Salt and nuts. Yeah, that's it. And there's no cashews. Is there a post bag talk? No. That's it. Too tired to do that. All right. Well, this movie wasn't good, but was it fun to watch? No. No. <laughs> um, what shit? What was next week? You picked it. I'm pretty sure. It's heavy metal. Heavy metal, and then we didn't have one after that. I'm gonna pick it on the fly. We're gonna do another shit movie. We are going to do. What is next week's movie? A shit. The shit month. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so what are you picking? I'm gonna just do something real quick. Here we go. We are going. What? Ah, I see Knives Out has already reached. Ah, I see Joker. Ah, I see Avengers Endgame has reached. Call movie status. What the fuck is this list? Ah, I see that the hit film uh, Zootopia has actually now become a cult film. Hey. Not a chance in hell. We, that's what we're doing after heavy metal. Not a movie. Huh? Who cares about that movie? IMDb says otherwise. I. This is the list that has Avengers Infinity War on it? Two down? Where was the list we saw? Because that was actually... Go back. What the fuck is this? This is just a list of movies, man. Oh, here we go. Okay, let's try this one. Okay, we are going to do... Uh, we are going to do, uh, here we go, three, two, one. We are doing, we are doing Queen of Outer Space. No, okay, no. What? Yeah, vetoed. Vetoed? Go up, up, up. We're doing Endless Summer. We're not. Let's I'm picking... Not. Then pick something like, like, who the fuck is there to Queen out of space? That just sounds like a B-movie that is just shit. I'm sure I'll like it. We are going to do three, two, one. Hey, we're doing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, baby. Sure. Nice. That's going to be a great episode. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what we're doing. No plug about our social media. It's over. Okay. Bye. <laughs>